This podcast is brought to you by BeatStars, the number one marketplace to buy and sell beats. In this episode, our host Tia Gordon speaks to special guest Dapboy DJ and No Sales about tips and tricks for selling more beats on BeatStars. To our pro page users, don't forget to check out our opportunities and challenges on BeatStars World for a chance to work with some of the industry's best creators. If you're not a pro page member, but would like to try it out, use the code PODCAST for a 30-day free trial. And of course, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. Yo, I missed you guys. Hello, how's it going? Gang's all here, I see. Active as per usual. Love to see it. I'm going to bring the guys on just now. Uh, there they are. We've got No Salads and That Boy DJ in the building today. But before we jump into the show, I'm going to go about my introductions. I had some family things to tend to last week, y'all. So, you know, it was hard not being here. But I know Abe held it down, I saw. So... And, and I know you guys got a good surprise, so that was pretty awesome, too. Um, so welcome back to The Deal. I'm your host, I'm Tia Gordon. I'm the playlist manager here at BeatStars. If you are just joining us, welcome. And if you're always here, welcome back. Shout out to Abe for holding it down, like I said. Um, this show is about highlighting the community that have joined the BeatStars family by signing to BeatStars Publishing, which is a team effort between BeatStars and Sony ATV, who are the number one global music publisher in the world. For more information, you could check out beatstars.com publishing. If you're interested in us representing you, you can fill out an application form. We also have an Instagram account that you should be following by now. If you're here every week, you really should be, but at BeatStars Publishing, and you can get better acquainted with our roster and get some free game on what publishing is and other tips that you may find useful. Before we jump into anything, I want to give you the heads up that last Friday, our very talented producer Dream Life came out with his beat tape called As the Night Falls. Go check that out for some smooth lo-fi vibes available on all streaming platforms. And don't forget to sign up for BeatStars text reminders for the live show so you never, ever miss a chance to level up your business, hear from industry experts, connect with other aspiring creatives, hang out with us because we love to hang out with you guys. You can sign up for these text alerts at beatstars.world slash live. So please go do that so you never miss hanging out with me because I want you guys here, you know. Um so last week, Abe held it down and he spoke with Pete up the producer, and I am 3AM, who chatted on behalf of Big Jeezy. Uh, you can check out the interview as well as all of our interviews on and BeatStars content, including tutorials on our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash official BeatStars. And don't forget to subscribe, you know, like, comment, subscribe, like the influencers would say, so you can get all of the new uploads. On the screen right now is that boy DJ and No Salas. So everyone give them a warm welcome to the BeatStars family. I want to see all the Tim Boots in the chat today. And maybe I'll, I'll start by sharing. As you guys know, or some of you may know, when we're running music, we do a metric system, a rating system, and we use Tim Boots to do so. So if you got the Tim Boot emoji, Bufo's kindly representing that for us right now. Out of five Tim Boots, I, that's how I want to see you guys rate the, the tracks. Um, if you don't have the Tim Boot emote, then you could just use whatever boot you have. We don't discriminate against boots in here. Um, 
but it's just fun and feel free to drop them if you if you are relating to something that they're having to say. So what up, guys? I don't know who wants to introduce themselves first, but I've unmuted no salad, so it might have to be you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm the Salas. I am based out of California right now, Los Angeles, California, and I am a uh, R&B, pop and rap music producer. And how did you start getting into music? Like, what was your first... What was the first thing you heard and you're like, ah, I want to do this? <laughs> I think it was actually like, I used to be a, um, I used to be like a DJ. So that's actually my first, like, you know, actually, let me go back a bit. So I used to like, uh, there used to be this uh, radio show that used to happen back where I'm from in South Africa, where there was this DJ who used to play like different songs and he would like mix them all together and like mash them up. So I used to hear that kind of stuff and just like wonder what he's doing. So eventually that led to me downloading FL Studio. And at the time, I actually had no idea. It was actually like meant for mainly production, but I just downloaded this, downloaded the software and just was like interested in seeing what exactly it does. And then that lets me discovering guitar, piano, and learning instruments and going down, going down that long road. And uh, yeah, now I'm basically here. Well, we're so lucky to have you. I'm so glad that you kept doing what you were doing because otherwise we wouldn't really be able to talk to you right now. Well, I mean, we may have been able to talk to you, but maybe not on this show specifically. Um, I love I love that um, you, you share that you're from South Africa, and I really want to talk about that um, maybe a little bit later just because we just recently launched our BeatStars hubs and Africa was one of the first hubs that we looked to highlight. So I would love to hear about... Um, your feelings on music and experiences coming out of that region. And we'll get to that later, but for now, um, that boy, DJ, you're on deck. Awesome. Yeah. I'm that boy, DJ. And I make like hip hop trap type stuff. Um, I've been more going into like party next door type beats. I used to make exclusively lo-fi, but I, I kind of transitioned from that. Mm. What was the reason for that? Uh, just cause, um, I just, I just kind of wanted to, honestly, I just was kind of done like sampling stuff and I wanted to kind of make my own melodies and stuff. I've, I, I always watch like a bunch of producers on YouTube make melodies and I just kind of felt like it was time for me to start doing that. Fire. Well, I'd love to hear about more of your experiences um, coming into to music and stuff, but how did you get your start? Yeah. So um, I've always been like, pretty musically inclined I was in band from like six to sixth grade to ninth grade I was in percussion so I, I played like the drums and stuff mm. and um after that I, I also I always wanted to be like a rapper too like mm. I, I feel like a lot of producers start out wanting to be a rapper but um after ninth grade I, I was just done with um I was done making or being in band so I I kind of just pulled out the laptop and downloaded i downloaded studio one at first then i switched over to fl but um that's kind of how i got my start fire and how long have you been a part of the beatstars community or, or how did you even start using beatstars um i think i've been a, i've been in the beatstars community around like since like late 2017 early 2018 i think fire. and um because like before that i was using i don't even remember what i was using i was like trying to I was using like a bunch of things because you know how um uh, what was I gonna say like all these all the um other sites you can post ten beats for like that you can post ten free beats without having to pay a membership but um 
I guess I wanted to have one exclusive place, spot to like sell my beats. And um, when I came to decide what membership I wanted, BeatStars just kind of had like all the all all the tools that I needed. That's perfect. And and I'm glad that we were able to hook you in that way. Yeah. I would love to hear about some of the tools that you find most useful, but I also want to know how No Solid got involved with us as well. So I think I probably got started around like 2017. And I used to like watch a lot, a lot of like the uh, internet money guys. They used to show how to make beats and like show how to sell beats too. So I kind of started selling beats on BeatStars because of them. I was just like, yo, they're out there doing it. I kind of want to be like them in a way. So I guess that's kind of how I started on BeatStars. Fire. Um, so I want to know about how this has overall shaped your career and also why you decided to join us um, at, in publishing. So why it's shaped, how it's shaped my career? Mm-hmm. As so what have you, what have you noticed since you've been on BeatStars? What has like, have your sales jumped? Are you more interactive with other people? Is it expanding your reach? And then from there, what was like the real decision for, for you to be like, yeah, I want to sign to BeatStars? I think with the BeatStars situation was like, BeatStars was the first place that actually sold beats ever. Like mm-hmm. I was like the type of person who like made a bunch of beats, but I always felt like, they just weren't good enough. So one thing I do like love about Big Stars is like you can put your work out there and like people can judge if they want to buy it or not or if they listen to it or like it or comments. So it's like you can just put it out there and like whatever happens, happens. Mm. So, um, as far as like signing the uh, deal with Pup with uh, Big Stars and Sony, I think I did that because I have like a, a few songs, a few placements that I kind of would like to be able to get paid from without necessarily signing like a uh, publishing deal. So, uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to also have, like, the uh, reach of Sony to be able to, like, go to foreign markets and, like, get the money that my songs make. So, I yeah. love hearing that. What about you, that boy? <laughs> yeah, what was that? What was the first question? Um, how has BeatStars shaped your career and why did you want to sign with us? Yeah, so it's basically shaped my career because it's made it so, like, so easy for me to like sell beats and stuff and um also with the inclusion of when when i um when people download free beats they their email gets into my email list so i feel like i've been using that quite a bit and that's like made my sales go up even even more mm. and for joining publishing i just kind of felt like with all these sales i i kind of want like all the revenue from it and then also i've been having like i've also had like a couple placements that um i also wanted to get paid for fair enough so y'all said i'm trying to collect the bag and that's yeah (laughs) i respect that i respect it fully um let's talk about some of your influences um between the two of you you've got i don't want to say stark differences but it's pretty interesting to see like where you guys pull from so in terms of you um that boy like you mentioned that you like Party Next Door, Drake, and Dior, Juice World. So what about those sounds um, make you want to create things that feel maybe similar or build it into your own? I think something similar that they all have is they're, they're very, like, emotional, melodic-type beats and stuff. Mm. And that's kind of what transitioned me into um, make, from making lo-fi to, like, more melodic stuff. I wanted to make, my like, my own melodies, like, something with a lot of emotion in them. And I feel like, I think... 
once I discovered like from internet money, all the juice world type beats, that was kind of what forced me to move over to like more making my own melodic stuff. Mm. And um, from there, I just kind of transitioned to like, for when I want to make a guitar beat, it'll, it'll be kind of juice world type beat. If I want to make some crazy thing with pads, it'll be more party next door. But that's kind of um, how they kind of inspire me to make my my sound from like off, based off of them. Right. And that's interesting, too. So it get, I guess it just depends on the mood that day. Yeah. But also when you think about those artists specifically that you've mentioned, like a Juice World or a party, like they are they definitely create like mood music. Um, yeah. This depends on the person, how that translates. But no, Salas, what about you? I want to talk about your um, your influences. because You mentioned to me Timbaland, Max Martin, Calvin Harris and Quincy Jones. So so in the grand scheme of things, these are all very successful creators, but they all also have their own very specific touch. And I think it's kind of interesting that these are who you're pulling from. Right. Yeah. So I was like producers who are like great with like melody because I feel like. Quincy Jones was like the king of just like making records and like I always wanted to be I was I want to be like a record producer like I love making beats but like I never really just enjoy making beats for the fun of making beats like I always kind of look at the uh bigger picture like with Quincy Jones he always like he was like the type of producer who could just like hear a chord progression and like add a bass to it and like add some drums and like make records that way so like him Max Martin Calvin Harris and uh Timbaland, I think Timbaland was like one of the uh, most influential producers to me, especially like his drums, because he had just like the craziest, hardest drums in the game. And uh, that definitely influenced me a lot in terms of like how I approach making music and my drums. So there's people in the chat agreeing with you. Uh, Amen. Quincy Jones is a genius and Quincy was always on point. So. Um, I, I find it interesting that both of you guys are trying to ride on on or not trying to ride on, but you pull from things that incorporate melodies and that emotion. So I I don't mean to do it, do it every show and I try and pressure y'all into collabing. So I'm just saying that should be a thing. I did. I did peek at the playlist before we started the show. And I think that there could be some synergy there. So I would love to see that from y'all. Um, so. Let's talk about your career highs and lows. I want to know what you do when you're not having the greatest day um, and what you do when you are having a great day. Like what does what does a, a seamless day in the producer life look for you or look like for you? And how would you shift out of it if it wasn't perfect? Is basically what I'm asking. Either one of you can go. I think for me, like how I kind of manage like the lows is just like, taking a break from the music stuff because I find that like me personally when I'm like going through certain stuff like I just don't necessarily feel inspired to make music I kind of want to make music when I kind of feel like inspired to make music if I have to kind of force myself to be in the studio I don't know if that's necessarily the best place for me like I may sometimes just drive to the beach and just clear my head so that's uh yeah I think it's important also to like take a break from sitting in front of your computer you know, especially with the uh, quarantine and like a lot of things closing, it's important for uh, people to actually go outside and do something. It doesn't have to be like go to a mall, but you could like go for a hike or, you know, take go, take a walk or something like that, you know. So those are certain things I like to do. And uh, I think my ideal day is just like waking up, going to the gym, 
and making beats all day. I think that's a good, it's a good point that you mentioned that. I feel like a lot of um, other guests that we've had on the deal have echoed the same sentiments. I think a lot of people, especially because of the pandemic, um, there's this assumption that you just have to like go super hard and like grind and you know, the world we're living in right now is, is especially not normal. So giving yourself space to like be a human being outside of your work is super important. Um, that boy, what about you, sir? Okay. Kind of going off that, like for my lows, I feel like the lowest point is just kind of having beat blog and stuff. And like, I obviously don't want to make beats if I'm going through that. Cause it just stresses me out even more. So I'll go, I'll like, cause I run track. So I, I pretty much just go on the track and like run and jump and stuff. But, um, I guess the highest point I always try to, um, incorporate, I try to not sit in the same space. Like, I feel like for me to be at like a really good creative standpoint, I have to, my studio can't like, or my room can't look the same. I feel like just a little bit of change around or like adding something uh, or just like changing the scenery. is just, that kind of gets me in like a more creative mood. Right. Even, even if I like just change the background of like my, my screen something different to look at change yeah I love that the both of you mentioned like activity so um no Salah said gym you said you run track moving your body can do wonders for beat block for loss of creativity for changing your mood in general and especially when you're sitting at a computer all day looking at a screen that's super vital so thank you for saying that I love like the simplest things that people overlook I love when you guys tell me that that's what you do because the simplest things are always pretty much the best um you don't have to do anything crazy to to get yourself out of a funk except try um I want to know what are some of your guys' best tips for using BeatStars and how can you really make it your own, um, especially for those who are, who are new to BeatStars? Like, what are some key things you absolutely must do to, one, get traction through your, your page, make sales, um, interacting, things like that, and whoever wants to go can? Um, I think for me... To really make it your own, I, I definitely recommend using a pro page because you can really just spice it up like the exact way you want to. Like even for mine, like I even have like a moving background for my pro page and it, I think it looks sick. But um, also definitely take advantage of like the opportunities tab. There's so there's so much stuff that you can do with the opportunities tab. And there's like um, playlists you can upload or you can um, put all your stuff in like the playlist opportunity tab and hopefully get your music on like a playlist. And then, yeah, that's my, the moving thing, the moving background. I have moving background yet. So, you know, you're the first continue. And then uh, what was I going to say? Definitely also, cause there's also in the opportunities, there's literally a place to submit beats for the CEO of BeatStars, Abe to like listen to your beats and buy them. So I definitely think that's like, if you want, if you want some exposure, then that's definitely something you would want to do. Yeah, man. I can't stress enough how important it is that you guys are accessing the opportunities um, just because, you know, we're, we have a big team, but we still have a small team. And I think that 
the opportunities that go up, there's space for everybody to get something. We try and, and spread out the genres and, and give you the opportunity to be heard and, and test out, you know, your strengths and, and all the other things that you work on. So definitely use that. And as far as um, submitting to Abe, like he does buy my beat once a month. I hosted it with him um, this month. So that was a lot of fun. And um, he just has a lot of, a lot of great things to sift through and, use that guys and then as far as this pro page like yours is so dope because in some ways you're making it interactive and i see uh bufo said i think it was bufo said holy guacamole that's a lot of licenses you're giving people options and i think that's really beautiful because you know some people don't need all the extras but some people do so um i'm happy that you have this set up it really looks great uh no salas what about you what are some of your tips the number one tip I could give like new producers trying to like get started or build traction is just like consistency. It's so cliche that like everybody will get a chance to like have a beat go viral. And it's so true. You know, like I was grinding at this stuff for like a couple of years until I had that one beat go viral, go viral and essentially like change my life. And I think it's important like for producers to just like keep going, keep uploading beats. If it's not daily, at least weekly or bi-weekly and just like, you know, the more beats you have, the more opportunity you have for people to buy beats and like beats. But um, BeatStars also has, like, a lot of, like, analytics in terms of, like, if you're selling beats, you could see, like, that boy DJ said, you could see people's emails, you could, like, message them, you could, you know, see who's buying your beats, where they're from, and, like, small stuff. Like, if you look at, like, 100 sales from customers, I could look at uh, their addresses and see, like, where they're coming from and that would probably like you know if most most of my customers are coming from the east east west i may want to upload my beats at a time that kind of suits them more than just like uploading at my my own time if that makes sense but um yeah just like looking at the analytics and really studying your your craft and your business because it is ultimately a business for sure um how do you guys make it a point to engage with people? I know that um, one of you just mentioned, I think it was um, that boy DJ, but getting, you know, the email addresses. How do you guys stay engaged with the people who are, are buying your beats or commenting on your beats? Or how do you try and gain that traction? No, Salas, I'm going to ask you. Oh, so I pretty much just like... Um if I like, I think like every month I'm trying to do like recently, it's just like, I, uh, like one thing I do is like, if I, BeatStars actually gives you the option to like, see who's like listening to your, your beats the most. So recently I've decided like every month I'm actually going to like find my top 20 biggest fans and like give them a 90% off discounts just to appreciate them even more. But, um, yeah, you can also look at like the emails, like that boy DJ said, you could email them coupon codes, like on, you know, Christmas, New Year's. So there's like little stuff like that that you could do to kind of increase sales and increase engagement too. And what about you, Apple DJ? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, obviously um, that email listing, definitely during holidays, a prime time to do that. But also I feel like most of my, a lot of my um, fan base prop comes from like YouTube and stuff. So I, I put, um, Every beat that I post, I put my YouTube, like the YouTube link onto it. But um, 
the biggest way that I kind of interact with the people that listen to my music is probably through YouTube and like Instagram and stuff, just like other outlets. So you're just maximizing all like driving the traffic back to your pro page or, or what have you. Yeah. Um, Bufo wants to know what size were y'all's mailing list approximately when you started sending out emails? I think this is a good question because in my mind, I would send it out to three people if it were only three people, but some people want to wait. So what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, I'd say um, just if you have anybody, just you can send it out like somebody's going to somebody's going to open it at least. And you want you'd want that engagement, even if you don't have like even if you don't get a sale, you definitely want the engagement. And um, like you can have three sales or you can have three people on your email list one day and then one of your beats could blow up overnight and you get like a bunch of like free downloads and then the next day you'll have like a thousand and there you have it just make make use of who's there you know like start small if you have a fan treat them like one um no salas i want to talk to you a little bit about um Africa and the music that's coming out of that region. Um, as some of you may know, we just launched Beat Stars Africa and Beat Stars Latin. And the goal there is to one, highlight artists and genres that are coming out of those regions, but two, to specifically support the creators that are on the Beat Stars platform from those regions. I'm a firm believer that you know, you're going to get the the most authentic experience from somebody who's actually part of the culture. So um, what's your take on that? And how do you feel about African music? I mean, that's a pretty broad question, but hopefully you have an answer for it. (laughs) First of all, I think it's great that like VSTARS is giving people an opportunity all around the world. Like, you know, it doesn't matter where you're from. Like you could be in where I'm from, Zimbabwe. And you could have these same opportunities I do. So, um, yeah, with the, Afri- the scene that's happening right there in Africa is just like, I think, you know, you had the uh, Drake One Dance record and a lot of like the dance hall slash Afrobeat songs that actually got big in the U.S. And I think that just shows you like you don't have to necessarily make a sound that like you think people would like. You could literally just make what you like and what your people make and what you kind of rep what you represent you know it doesn't have to be something that like fits a formula you know and i think a lot of times nowadays especially with like spotify it's like a lot of people are trying to make that formula and it's like you know you don't have to you know drake showed you that like you could take a genre that's not necessarily pop music and turn it into pop music so yeah yeah it's really interesting i think i i was having this conversation with abe the other week but it's like um, Afrobeat, particularly like Afrobeat and Afro swing music is really um, like trickling into like North American culture. And a lot of people are going out of their way to try and create or emulate these sounds. But it's very interesting um, to see how it's emulated because it's not new. This music right, yeah. has been forever. And there are artists who have been hopping forever out of all kinds of countries in Africa. And um, it's it's funny that it's just catching on now and there's a real demand for it. I think I, it's beautiful. Um, I think we're a little late, but I think it's it's amazing. So I'm glad that, um, 
I'm glad that you can recognize that as well. And hopefully we can get you onto some of these focused playlists that are going to be coming up. Um, I also want to talk to you guys about your placements. So, Nosalas, you're already unmuted. So let's talk to you about, um, you know, Rocky Fresh. How did that come to be? So that beat actually came from YouTube. So I uploaded the beat on YouTube and actually had like a decent number of plays. And um, yeah, that's where the beat. Actually, I think three of my placements have come from YouTube. So that just shows you, you don't have to necessarily be sending beats to artists. Like they can find you nowadays. Exactly. And and again, I'm, I'm going to bring it up almost every week. Like do not let this stigma around being an internet producer knock you off your game because there are people like <laughs> there are people just blowing up off of the fact that they put themselves out there this way and um, I think that's pretty dope so how did that make you feel like what is that process when you get that message like yo we want this beat I think it's great like getting your first placement like every producer like kind of wants to feel official once they get that first record that comes out on like a uh, album so, um, yeah, that really kind of solidified what I'm doing because I feel like sometimes as a producer, especially when you're, like, making beats, like, alone, you can kind of get down sometimes. So, like, when you have those, like, you know, things that happen in your career, like, they kind of reassure you that you could be on the right track. For so, sure. And you got two cuts on that album, right? Right, yeah. That's a mad thing. Um, that boy DJ, let's talk about some of your placements. I want to know, like, what was your favorite one? You've got Jay Hoodie, Asterisk, Danny G. What what does that process look like for you when you are about to place a song, and what does that feel like? Um, yeah, most of those were also like from YouTube. I'm definitely I love being an internet <laughs> producer, but <laughs> I really do. But um, so Asterisk, he I actually met him like three years ago in um that one i made this the she wonders why beat and um that thing like it definitely wasn't like one of my favorite beats but it i posted it and it like blew up and then he used it and then his song blew up and then we just kind of started blowing up together mm. and that's kind of that's how i met him and then danny g also used the same she wonders why beat and he also made a song off of it and then i, I met him through that because I, I found it on instagram and then we made another song um called you which um he just sent me i've been trying to get into making um i've been trying to make beats over acapellas and the song you was like the first beat that i made over an acapella and uh he was like dude this is fire i'm gonna i'm literally i'm about to put this up and i was like i and then the j hoodie song he found that i think i just sent him a pack and then he bought it off beat stars after that and that um that was definitely one of my favorite songs, uh, End of the End of the World by Jay Hoodie. That's crazy. So something you just said is that you were trying to build beats over acapellas. What does that offer you in your practice? Because in my mind, you're literally building a mood that may not necessarily exist yet. So what's that process like? Yeah, because uh, um usually I try not to have the artist send me the um like the beat. Because I don't want to hear the beat. I don't want to hear like the original mood. And I've, I pretty much just like will email or DM an artist and be like, yo, if you have any acapella, send them to me. And then I'll just kind of, I'll make like two or three beats sounding completely different with completely different moods over them. And then I'll send them and they'll be like, if they, if they like one over, um, over the other one, then 
they'll ask me for that beat. But um, that's kind of how I do it. I just try to make a bunch of different moods over the beats. And that, that allows you to connect with artists, too. And you never know what, what that can transpire into. Like, you might find, like, your person. So that's pretty hard. Um, Nosalas, how do you um, connect with artists? Like, what do you look for when you're building with them? But I like when an artist is just like, um, I think it's like authenticity, you know, like I just want to, I like, I like to work with people who are just like themselves, you know, they don't have to necessarily be some kind of character, you know, so, you know, authenticity, you know, being able to have a great voice is very important to me, at least because I think a vocal is so important, you know, in terms of like making a great song, you, you know, you need that great vocal, that great vocalist and, uh, yeah, I try to look for people who kind of have similar visions to me in terms of like what you're trying to do with your career. Like you kind of have to be kind of very ambitious. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I am always trying to push it the furthest it can go, you know? So it's working yeah. with people who are open to trying new things, basically. Absolutely. That's fire. Um, do you have time to run your music or are you out of jet? I got some time. All right, so I'll start with you, and then that boy, DJ, just got to pull the seat for a second, my friend. <laughs> um, guys, so this is the this is the part of the show where we're going to play everybody's music. Um, you know what I already told you, we need the tin boots, I need the energy, be respectful, but also let's have some fun with it, because these guys are mad talented, and I'm excited for y'all to hear this. So, which beat do you want to run first? You can run the first one. That beat actually became uh, Bad Guy by Vori. That's, like, going to be on his uh, upcoming project. Holy. And Vori is is so incredible. And if you want to talk about authenticity, that's, that's one artist for sure. All right. Let's go. Y'all hear that? I got lost because 
I'm thinking about all the room there is for an artist to perform on that track. So let it run way longer than I normally do. But I see we got some Tim Boots in the, in the chat going, some four Tim Boots, three Tim Boots. So we're doing good so far. All right, wh- wh- which which one do you want to run next? You're on mute. <laughs> you play fine by me. Okay. Let's That's like one of my uh, more popular or like one of my best selling beats. All right, let's do it. I love this beat. I hear this beat all the time. I love this beat. Sorry. that beat i've heard it multiple times in my quest for playlisting and i just think it's it's so calm and nice and loving um we got four tim boots we got five tim boots we're doing good all right next one you You can play play, uh need someone that's kind of like a different style it's like more pop-esque type cool um so you want to just go in order that's cool yeah oh cool Let's do it. so easy for uh, artists to be able to perform on your tracks. I think that's so fire. Someone said the weekend is sliding all over this. Good call. We got another five Tim Boots. Oh, she texted yes to the date I'm dancing through the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's run the next one. Um, a Brent, Another Brent Fias type track. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 
So smooth, so smooth. And we got, you got time for one more before you got to bounce? Yeah, of course, why not? Let's do it. Last one by No Salas. Y'all, thank you for showing him so much love today. You're getting so much love. Bufo is like, I don't normally give out five boots. Yo, can I just give a shout out to Coop the Truth? He has like the craziest samples in the game. I think oh. I use like three of his samples on, on these beats right there. So that Bye. just happened. Shout out Coop the Truth, man. Thank you for contributing to this great sound that we're hearing today. All right, last one, y'all. I let it run a little long, but thank you for sharing these. These are so fire. Everybody's loving them. And I'm very excited. When when the chat is active, I know the vibes are real, you know, but I also know that you have to leave us. <laughs> so I wanted to thank you. for us. I'm so happy you're part of the team. I can't wait to see you more on the platform. I hope everyone that's in the chat can connect with you and show you some love. And until we meet again. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you very much for everybody watching too. And I just want to like say one quick thing to like producers who are watching, like maybe don't have sales or like aren't necessarily, you know, doing so much stuff. Like 
I just want to say keep going. You never know when your opportunity will come and change your life. So, yeah. Snaps. I love hearing that from you. Thank you so much for saying that and leaving us with such great energy. That boy DJ, it's me and you now. I hope that's cool. But no, Salas, I'm, I'm going to boot you out. Have a great day. Be safe out there. See you, you too. Now. Bye. <laughs> All right. Then there were two. So what you got for us today? Let me get this open. Whew. All right. Which one would you like to start with? Um, ah, that's a hard question. I don't know. Uh, let's try the Pray for Love beat. All right. Let's that, one's, that one's pretty good. Get active in the chat, yo. Same energy, please. man cloud nine said finally made it out type b <laughs> that's what i was thinking when i put what i was posting oh, it too okay. i was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something is wrong with y'all okay what song do you want to do or what track do you want to do next sorry uh let's do let's okay. do the on some beat all right but it's this sounds one, like it's five. about to be extra lit is is that where we're going Okay. Uh, I think so. And then it's going to go and then okay, it's going to go back to chill. Let's turn it up a little bit.
that bounce. Tia feeling the vibe is <laughs> yo anytime I get the opportunity to dance it's like yo am I really at work right now because I'm all I'm doing is turning up so um <laughs> what's the next one gonna be uh next one will be believed all right yo DJ what's next that one juice world right yeah yeah that's what i thought all right next i think next uh, i don't know i i think my best beat out right now is late night in toronto so i think we'll we'll do someone like you next all right right now i didn't see the late toronto one because you know yeah that's where i'm at i'm going crazy I'm going to give you the Toronto co-sign or not when we get there. But for, for, sure. now, for now, all right. Thank you. <laughs>
I almost let that run two minutes straight. That was a vibe. That feels like if, if y'all are anywhere where there's snow, you know, those late night cold ass car rides that you take, but like the lights just make the snow look pretty and shit. That was, that was what I was getting from that. Um, okay. So your final track. So you said this is one of the best beats you have out right now or? Uh, I mean, well, it's like, uh, it's got the most views right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your inspiration for it? What made you want to make um, it? How we get to this title? I don't know. Honestly, I, I was listening to party next door and like Drake and stuff before I, I, I actually made this beat after I made this someone like you beat like right after that. Um, so um, that's kind of, I just kind of, I needed a name and it just sounded like it kind of fit the song. All right. Okay. Let's go. Late night in Toronto. But I think you you hit the nail on the head. Sounds like All right, for sure. The show <laughs> sounds amazing. Thank you for sharing. I hope that you and No Salas can um, can uh, you know collab. Yeah. And, and me too. I, I might hit them up after this. <laughs> Please and send me anything that you guys end up working on because I for I'm sure. sure it's gonna be a banger either which way. Um, so just before we wrap. Um, I would love if you could shout out one other producer that's on the come up that everyone else should also be on the lookout for. Uh, one other producer. Uh, it's my it's this kid that I met. He's been coming into my he's been coming to my house lately to like make beats and stuff. He goes by Ty G. I'm trying to get him on BeatStars. So um, you'll probably you'll probably see some collabs with me and Ty G. But um, shout out Ty G. Shout because out to he's, Ty he's 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 fire. I love that. And I love that you are able to like collab and work with people and and build out a sound together. And um, that's really beautiful, especially in COVID. I hope you all are being safe. Yeah. Asks and oh, all yeah no, definitely. <laughs> Just staying in the studio, making beats. Uh. Perfect. We'd love to hear it. All right, y'all. Well, that was the deal. 
This is That Boy DJ. We had no Salas. If you missed him, um, you can catch this pretty much right after on Twitch if you want to watch it again. But thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being part of the show. Sure. Thanks for having me. And uh, just stay safe out there. And I'm looking forward to whatever you are about to create. And awesome. we get to talk again soon. You guys in the chat, thank you for showing up. I'm really excited to see you guys again. You're so interactive. And I just appreciate that. And I appreciate that you guys are getting to know each other and, and talk all the time and all that stuff. So we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. And I'm out of here. Talk to you awesome. later. Peace. <laughs> Peace.